Spiritual bypassing is the cancer of the spiritual world. It's a disease that has run rampant in both religious and non-religious circles. Spiritual bypassing is the act of using spiritual beliefs to avoid your unmet needs, deep pain, and unresolved wounds. Spiritual bypassing is a form of avoidance. Because it's a form of avoidance, it's a form of resistance. Spiritual bypassing is in fact the shadow side of spirituality. The spiritual beliefs of any spiritual tradition, be it Christian, Hindu, Buddhist, New Age, Islamic, or even self-help can provide ample justification for living in a state of inauthenticity. They can all provide justification for avoiding the unwanted aspects of one's own feelings and state of being in favor of what one considers to be a more enlightened state. Even the non-affiliated Unanimously beloved saying, keep calm and carry on, is a glorification of spiritual bypassing. Some examples of spiritual bypassing include anger phobia, exaggerated detachment, emotional numbing and repression, blind or overly tolerant compassion, weak or too porous boundaries, using cognitive reasoning to escape emotional feelings, debilitating judgment about one's negativity or shadow side, devaluation of the personal relative to the spiritual, avoidance of physical day-to-day -day life, delusions of having arrived at a higher level of being, and my personal least favorite, overemphasis of and attachment to the positive, to the degree that there is a high level of resistance to anything negative. Every religious practice and spiritual tradition propagates its fair share of spiritual bypassing. For example, Catholic confession, which is expected to just wash away sin and effortlessly alter someone's negative behavior. Buddhist premature transcendence, which is to act as if one is above and beyond the messiness of life's drama when the truth is one is not. Christian unconditional love, which is to espouse love that is false. To say, I love them, when in truth one harbors prejudice and resistance to them, and only wishes they could learn to love them. Meditation is also frequently used to avoid uncomfortable feelings and unresolved life situations. For those in denial about their personal feelings or wounds, meditation practice reinforces the tendency towards detachment, disengagement, and interpersonal distance. The use of spiritual drugs can be a tool to avoid getting one's hands dirty in the work of resolving emotional issues. It is easier to spend time in an altered state of consciousness than to spend time facing one's pain. And in the spiritual community, no form of spiritual bypassing has become such a widespread disease as positive focus. Here's a prime example of spiritual bypassing. Person A feels an extreme amount of guilt and grief because their romantic relationship just ended. Person B feels uncomfortable because of those intense emotions, and so they want to help person A try to avoid those painful feelings. Person B tells person A that she creates her own reality and that she should therefore just quit 
thinking about what they're thinking about, and, quote, be positive instead. Not only does this condemn the thoughts which are being thought by person A, and therefore shame them, it also requires them to do something that they are not actually capable of doing. Jumping from a purely negative thought to a purely positive thought is not possible in the universe that we live in. It's too far of a vibrational gap. The positive thoughts are not a match to the negative thoughts you're currently thinking. They are outside of your vibrational range. So expecting someone to jump from a purely negative spot to a purely positive spot asks them to do something that they are not actually capable of doing. The result is person A feels shamed and powerless to their own thoughts. They feel as if where they are is not okay. There's a big difference between being authentically positive and forcing positivity in order to try to avoid negativity. In today's world, we have very little tolerance for working through our own pain. We'd prefer to take a pill for it. Lo and behold, spirituality has become its own avoidance strategy. When we turn away from our pain or from wherever we are, we are ultimately avoiding ourselves and resisting ourselves. That guarantees that we and that particular issue can only continue to pop up in our realities. It means that issue will continue to mirror itself by becoming obvious and then more obvious and then more obvious until you have no option to avoid it. Authenticity is the highest state for the spiritual practitioner. In fact, in the years to come, authenticity will become the replacement for enlightenment as the true goal of spiritual practice. When we use spirituality to whitewash over our issues and try to avoid them, we use the goal of spiritual transcendence to try to rise above the raw and messy and real side of human life before we have fully faced and made peace with it. This can be seen as premature and false spiritual transcendence. It is one of the major pitfalls or occupational hazards of walking the path of spirituality. Spiritual bypassing isn't just an annoying facet of spirituality. It's extremely dangerous. Why is it so dangerous? First of all, it's dangerous because it sets up a split within a person. The path of spirituality is meant to be a path of reintegration. It's meant to bring you into an aspect of wholeness in and of yourself. But when you use spiritual bypassing, it creates a division between where you are and where you think you should be. It enables us to lie to ourselves and delude ourselves and live our lives through a projection of a false self. We cannot heal unless we're willing to admit to where we are. Spiritual bypassing is like breaking your leg but being unwilling to admit that that just happened. It's like putting a band-aid over a compound fracture and then trying to continue walking all the same. You can imagine what kind of harm would come to somebody who did that. Now I'm about to tell you that spiritual bypassing does the same thing on an emotional level that a compound fracture gone ignored does on a physical level. We need to take time to face, to move through, to heal and to transcend our emotional pain and our unresolved wounds in order to move forward emotionally. In the same way that we need to face the fact that our leg is broken, reset the bone, and allow our leg to heal in order to move forward physically. Spiritual bypassing also leads to a conceptual one-sided form of spirituality where one aspect of life is elevated at the expense of the other. For example, objective truth is valued more. It is used to invalidate subjective truth. Non-physical is valued over form. 5D is valued over 3D. Transcendence is valued over physical embodiment. And detachment is valued over feeling.
This behavior of valuing one side of polarity over the other gives rise to extremely damaging experiences. For example, one might try to practice emotional detachment from others by suppressing one's need for love, but this only drives the need underground so that it becomes unconsciously acted out in covert and manipulative ways instead. Also, being a good spiritual person can be an identity which compensates for a deficient identity, that is a sense of self that is less than, that is not as good as. A lot of times, our spiritual identity will cover over the fact that deep down we have immense insecurities. And because we know how we should feel, because we know how a spiritual being should be, we are not taking the time to heal and address the fact that we have such a deficient sense of identity. We feel bad about ourselves. Although we may be practicing diligently, our spiritual practice can be used in the surface of denial and defense. And when spiritual practice is used to bypass our real-life human issues, it becomes compartmentalized. Our spiritual life and practice remains separate and unintegrated with our day-to-day -day life and our overall functioning. We feel like we have split personality disorder. We can never truly become the embodiment of the higher self because we are still thinking of our lower self as our lower self, as the unwanted self. Our spiritual practice cannot ever fully penetrate our life and make us feel good if we're using spiritual principles to avoid ourselves or to avoid pain. Are you avoiding the fact that you feel like you are deficient and not good enough or bad by creating a persona of a spiritually transcendent person? Do you use spiritual beliefs to avoid your pain or problems? Do you feel like the spiritual you is different than the embodied you? Do you use spirituality to justify an insecurity within yourself? Do you use spirituality to avoid looking at things in your reality that you would rather think didn't exist? You cannot avoid your pain and your unresolved wounds. All that will happen is it will keep coming up again and keep coming up again until it's so big that you must face it. Most of us turn to spirituality because we want to feel better. But then all too often spirituality becomes the very thing we use to avoid ourselves and to avoid looking at our issues. We use spirituality to avoid getting better. We use spiritual practice to avoid looking at our psychological issues. That's why so much about our spiritual progression has to do with us facing our psychological issues. We cannot move forward on our path of spirituality any more than we can move forward on a map when we are unwilling to admit to where we are. Think about that for a minute. Imagine taking out one of your maps, pretend you're going on a hike somewhere, and you know what destination you want to get to, but you're unwilling to admit to where you are. You're never going to be able to chart that distance between where you are and where you want to be if you are unwilling to admit to where you are, if you're trying to avoid where you are. Now I'm about to make a bold statement. Most of us alive today struggle with spiritual bypassing. So how do you know if you struggle with spiritual bypassing? If you espouse, I create my own reality, and then you worry. If you espouse unconditional love, and then feel emotional resistance to someone. If you espouse the idea that the universe is benevolent and good, but then distrust others of the world at large. If you espouse loving kindness, and then berate yourself. If there is any kind of split within you between the spiritual principle and the actuality of how you feel or act, then the order of the day is authenticity. 
We are not physical beings simply waking up to a spiritual experience. We are also spiritual beings waking up to our physical experience. The physical experience is no more degraded than the spiritual experience. In fact, the spiritual experience and the physical experience are both spiritual experiences. Life is not clean. Life is messy. Life contains both what is wanted and what is unwanted. You came here to sort through the contrast of your experience and go in the direction of what is wanted. You came here to transform your unresolved wounds. Spirituality is not an excuse to run away from physical life. The soul is not a justification to deny the human side of ourselves. Spiritual principles are not an excuse to avoid the unhealed aspects of your psyche and your pain. Spiritual principles are not meant to serve as a justification to support your defenses. In order to not spiritually bypass, we have to be brave. We have to be brave enough to admit to how we feel. We need to be brave enough to admit to what we want and don't want, what we like and don't like. We have to be willing to admit to who we really are and how we really feel, even if we feel like who we are and how we feel is not okay. If we want to avoid the pitfall of spiritual bypassing, here are some tips. We need to express and allow our emotions, wounds, traumas, and pain to surface healthily and with love. Let go of the fear, judgment, and suppression of emotions. We often turn to bypassing to cope with our internal pain and suffering. Examples include addictions to food, drugs, drinking, shopping, sex, work, focusing on others, distracting ourselves, and diverting our attention away from ourselves. Make peace with being uncomfortable. If you are numbing yourself inside out, this energy lingers and creates a breeding ground for other issues to arise and manifest. So get down to the root of your problems. The journey through life is not always a journey of bliss. Sometimes the journey through life leaves you curled up on the floor in tears, having a breakdown. This is really the meat of transformation. I want you to think of a butterfly, because our spiritual transformation is a lot like that. When a butterfly crawls itself into a space where it can cocoon, what will happen is that that butterfly will dissolve within that cocoon into a type of soup. That soup is nothing but pure genetic material. The butterfly had to break down completely in order to become a butterfly instead of a caterpillar. It's not like the caterpillar simply grew wings. In order to not spiritually bypass, we need to apply what we learn to our life. Going to yoga classes or going to seminars or workshops is a really great tool. But a tool is useless unless it's used. So we are the ones who really get to take responsibility in our lives and apply the tools that we use on a day-to-day -day basis. That's the only point at which the abstract spiritual principles become actual tangible day-to-day -day practice. If we are to avoid the trap of spiritual bypassing, then we have to let go of the idea that something is wrong about us if we are thinking negative thoughts, feeling negative emotions, or being negative. If we think that being negative, or negative in general, is wrong, now we have a motive for spiritual bypassing. And if you have a motive for spiritual bypassing, you will fall in the pit of spiritual bypassing quite quickly. We can never resolve our issues, and we can never avoid the trap 
of spiritual bypassing if we continue to avoid the way we actually feel. Healing cannot come from a space of inauthenticity. Have a good week. <laughs>